you know, my whole life I've wanted to be in a relationship and I've wanted to be like a mother and like all these things and have a family. And now it's like a weird moment of just being like, maybe that's not what I want. Welcome to Conversations with Sarah, a podcast of exploration, vulnerability, and curiosity, in which I seek to bring more understanding and compassion to the human experience. It is 10.20 p.m. on a Wednesday night, and I went to a concert earlier, and I left pretty early because I just kept thinking I wanted to come home and paint. And so I did that. And as I was painting, I kind of just felt into this kind of like intimate vibe that I wanted to share with everyone. And so I kind of wanted to talk about things that are a little bit intimate with me, a bit of storytelling. This whole podcast is intimate, but um there's like, I don't know, there's like this, this feeling that I'm kind of, kind of feeling out. I have always been really drawn toward relationships. And that took me a little while to accept about myself. I grew up in like a culture in Orange County, California that had a bit of judgment on, you know, the girl who, you know, marries her high school sweetheart and like doesn't go to college and just becomes a mom. And um, it's so interesting because I really don't feel like I have any judgment on that anymore. But I sort of, you know, grew up thinking career is like the most important thing and that we should, you know, focus on career and like go to college and have a good career. And like that career would be sort of, you know, our identity. And I thought of relationship and like family and becoming a mother as something that, you know, could happen but um, not something that you would necessarily have as a goal. Like almost, yeah, like almost like it was just supposed to kind of like happen alongside, you know, the goal and ambition of career. And, you know, it took me a bit to kind of, recognize how important relationship actually was to me although it should have been quite obvious because like every diary entry (laughs) that I wrote as a young person was about relationships and I used to like wish on every opportunity to wish something so like throwing a coin in a well or a fountain or blowing out a candle or wishing on a shooting star. I used to always wish for relationships. Like, I don't think I've ever 
wished for anything else. Like it's always been like, I want a boyfriend. Like I want a relationship. I want a partner. And I told someone that and they were like, I've never (laughs) wished that (laughs) before. And I was kind of like, oh, these things that we just think are very normal and natural, you know, are sometimes not, not that it's not normal or not natural, but just that it's not like everyone is doing the same thing that I'm doing. So I've never not wanted a relationship. I will say that I've always, you know, wanted to be in relationship and I've not really been in many. I've not really dated very much. I've had one boyfriend um, and not really like dated outside of that um, sort of one boyfriend and one person that you know, I don't know if we can call it dating, but, you know, a significant relationship. Um, And so it's been always something that I've wanted that I've never had, or or I've only had it, you know, for short amounts of time. Um, And it always seems like out of grasp and I've not been sure how to like manifest that. So anyway, I've been, you know, kind of dealing with this theme a lot, being in Asheville and, you know, there's a significant relationship that I have here that is kind of seems to be ending. So it's just been on my mind a lot and I've been going on dates and as I've sort of started to tune in more to myself, my own creative impulses and my own, you know, like I'm trying to think like, how did this happen? You know, like, like, why am I here where I am right now, you know, internally? And I think a lot of it was from like, again, this relationship that sort of has been like ending in this way. I'm saying ending. I don't know if it's ended. I don't really know what it is, but it's been really, really hard, like for the last four months. And I've just been dealing with a lot of grief and like really a lot of like emotional pain and, um, sort of releasing the expectation maybe that I had or the hope or, and just kind of having this significant relationship that I kind of thought would be in my life forever, kind of sort of disappear or fall away. And, you know, the big hole or gap that that's left sort of in my life and in my, you know, envisioning of the future. And I've sort of had to really turn inward just in a way like out of necessity because I was putting so much focus externally and that has been a significant theme in my life uh in many many ways that I turn outward and I seek validation and it's really been hard for me to kind of just be like well I want to do this so I'm going to do it and in a way I'm like 
I do do that a lot. Like I think people who know me would probably think of me as independent and think of me as like kind of doing my own thing, but it comes with a lot of guilt and questioning and doubt and even shame. Like, so it's, it's rocky, even though it might look, I mean, I don't really know how it looks from the outside, but if it does look like, oh, Sarah just kind of like does whatever she wants and um, is independent, like doesn't care what people think of her. Like, that's not true. I mean, in a way I'm like, it, it, it is potentially more true than for some other people or like there's certain circumstances or certain, you know, moods I can be in where I certainly don't really care what other people think. And but there's just like these little hooks that kind of get me. And I actually want to tell a bit of a story about that too, that I've been thinking about recently. But anyway, I feel like I'm very externally focused a lot. And I, you know, I'm like, well, I want to like have a relationship and, and, you know, I think I've turned to relationships to kind of show me new things. You know, I think these things are like very normal and natural. And like, we do show each other new things and we are interdependent and, you know, relationships give a lot to individuals. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't want to, to come off like, oh, well just, you know, be totally independent and like, don't need anyone else. Cause I just don't think that that's right. Or like, uh, it's not realistic. I think it's not like, the fun of life. Um, but interestingly, as I've kind of turned more inward and I began to kind of, you know, cause I'm in a city where again, like I don't really know anyone. So I, I've really been forced to trust and to like, you know, really tune in and be like, well, what do I want? Like, what do I want to do? And like, where do I want to go? And what kinds of things do I want to try? And it's been, you know, a bit of a battle thinking, well, I should like do a certain hobby or like, you know, get involved with something to like meet people. And I've kind of, after, you know, every time I have those thoughts, try to kind of back away and say, you know, I don't have to put in all of that work. You know, I don't have to go out and seek. I can just kind of desire and follow my own intuitive guidance and the things that I want to find will find me. And so as I've been kind of doing that, you know, one thing that has come up a lot is that I have really been loving doing art and I've, you know, obviously started this podcast again, which is like a very internal exploratory project and I've been painting and that's been, you know, um, evolving. And for the first time in my whole life, I have been thinking to myself, like, maybe I don't even want to be in a relationship, which is truly like the first time that I had that thought, which was probably like a week ago, I really was like, that's crazy that I think that like, I have never, ever in my life thought maybe I don't want a relationship. I mean, 
like I don't even really know how to like understand or process that thought (laughs) for myself because when I like I do want a relationship I think but it's it's been interesting doing my art which has been such a personal process when I'm sort of in that flow, I just think, well, I don't want anyone to like get in the way of this. Like I value it so much like that, that creative impulse and that creative, like following that impulse and, and being in that creative process with myself is so precious to me and so valuable to me that I'm like, well, if I were to get into a relationship and it were to like distract me from this, then I don't want it. You know, not that it would necessarily distract me, but just the valuing of that. Because I think in the past, it's like, I like to do a lot of things and I like to do art and I like to do whatever, but I... I think I always would have chosen relationship over art, you know, if I had to choose, like, it's always like been that art or creative expression and things like that has been sort of like a surrogate for relationship or in times of not having relationship, you know, to either, you know, with like poetry, for example, to like just express how devastated I am (laughs) or to express what I'm feeling. Um, But it's always something I would have dropped, I think. And now doing this art, like I feel so protective of that experience that I'm like wanting to ignore the outside world completely almost like I want to ignore people's judgments I want to ignore like I don't I don't know like it's so valuable I don't know how to like I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over and over again but I'm just in a way like like feeling that energy of like it being so valuable that I would like choose my art over relationship I mean I can't like I'm just like, is that true? And it's so crazy because I think, you know, my whole life I've wanted to be in a relationship and I've wanted to be like a mother and like all these things and have a family. And now it's like a weird moment of just being like, maybe that's not what I want. Maybe I don't want relationship. I was with some friends today and they were talking about relationships too. And I was just like as they were talking about them and they were totally positive. They were like basically talking about how like beautiful (laughs) it is to be like committed to someone and to like share your life together and whatever. And I, it's so weird. Like as they were talking, I just was thinking like, well, maybe I, I don't know if that sounds good to me. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like I'm, it's so strange. You guys, I, I don't, I'm sure this like doesn't mean anything to anyone listening and like does not matter, but to have such a a shift for me of relationships being everything to being like, well, maybe I don't even want that. Like maybe I I just want to 
be on my own and I want to just live life freely without that commitment or concern with anyone else and to just really do like my own thing. That's wild. And, you know, maybe it's just a reaction. I'm having like a pendulum swing type of thing where it's like been so relationship and like externally focused my whole life that I'm just kind of swinging in the other direction and that'll, it'll balance out. But yeah, I think that's, that's wild. Um, and you know, the other story that I have been really thinking about lately that is, I think in a way related because it has to do with this like external thing is that when I was, I be, so I, I sort of have a story about the last 10 or so years and, you know, it is just a story. It's my own framing of events, but, uh, it's, I think compelling and kind of like an interesting lesson. And that is that I feel like I have been living out this karma that I created for myself for like 10 years. And then I'm kind of like coming out of it right now or like releasing from it. And essentially what happened was, and I think, you know, it's really interesting because we're coming up to this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces um, in April. And those are the two rulers of Pisces. Jupiter is like very, like they're both kind of like these expansive planets. Um, You know, they say Jupiter is like the planet of luck and growth and expansion. And, you know, it rules Sagittarius and Pisces. It's like this kind of like social, very like loving, big love um, planet. And then Neptune is similar. It's kind of like without boundaries, very dreamy, very... Um, fantasy, you know, with like the negatives of that too, of, you know, delusion, but this kind of like without borders or like beyond borders type of um, energy. And so this conjunction happens like every 13 years. And the last one happened in 2009 in July And that was uh, July 4th. It was the exact, you know, it's probably was conjunct for a few days exactly. But one of those days, July 4th, 2009 was the first time that I did mushrooms. And that was like a really profound experience for me where, you know, I think I really like learned about myself in a new way, like, like my whole perspective shifted. I think I talked about this in a previous episode. Um, but I think it kind of started there. And then from then on, I then went to Prague. I had like an amazing time studying abroad in Prague. Like I just like loved everyone and made so many friends and just like really had a great time. And then I came back And I started to have like some relationship issues, you know, just with friends and things just like kind of became more difficult. And I feel like I was 
you know, I was still in this state of feeling like so expansive and so joyous and so grateful for like my life and just for all my experiences. And I just, you know, constantly was just like, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. And I think I was like really being so myself. Like I was just like so true to myself during that time. But then with these relationship issues that started to come up and I started to feel really judged and I started to feel like people didn't really like me or like they were sort of off put by my like big loving of everyone. And one of my good friends, we were really, really close in Prague and he literally like stopped talking to me for a while because, and I later found out it's because he thought that I had a crush on him which I didn't, but I was just like, so like loved everyone, you know? And so that really was difficult for me because it felt like here I am being myself, like giving so much love and receiving so much love. And it's like off-putting for people or people don't like it, or it's not enough. And I think that was like really hard for me. And there was one night that I was um, at a bar that my friend worked at and, you know, I was having a good night and another friend was there and we were hanging out and then he was like, I'm going to go home. And I was like, no, you know, like, don't leave. Like, I want to hang out with you. And he was like, some of us have to get up in the morning. And I was drunk. And that line that he said, some of us have to get up in the morning, just felt like a stab in the heart. Like I, I just felt like what he was saying to me was, you're not responsible. Your love and your being yourself is not enough. You know, some of us work, some of us, you know, have responsibilities that we take care of and that's important and you're just like kind of living this frivolous life and I just became so depressed which again is like from a previous episode not super uncommon for me and I I made the decision that I wanted to kill myself and I went and I tried and I failed. Thank goodness. And that was like a big turning point for me. And I think because it was, it was from this, you know, I felt so judged. I just felt so like not enough and felt like I was just like doing everything wrong. And that I don't, you know, like I, it just totally, sort of like messed with my trust of myself and my trust of the world and the universe and my friends. And yeah, that was like a really profound experience. And I'm not, I guess I, I've gone through this, I think in a previous episode, um, retired is the name of it. Retired with Carrie Fazal. We talked about this. Um, but 
And then, yeah, so that was in my senior year of college. And then I ended up moving back to LA, which is not like, I didn't want to be in LA. You know, I loved New York, but I just, I didn't know what I was doing there and I didn't have a job and I didn't feel like I could just stay there and like continue consuming. I didn't know how to get a job. I had like applied to a lot of, you know, customer service jobs and like no one would hire me. And um, I just really didn't know what I was doing. So I went back to California and you know, when I think back to it now, it's like the way that I think of that is I made a decision out of fear. I made a decision out of, not out of inspiration and like what I really wanted to do. I had a really strong sense at that time that I wanted to do like a road trip, like a long road trip. But I just, I felt like I shouldn't, like I felt like I needed to be responsible and like kind of choose the safe thing. And you know, work toward being like a productive member of society. And so I did that. And and I think in a way, like I was sort of living out this karma, like while I was in LA of trying to do the thing that I felt like other people wanted me to do. I really wanted to have a career. I really wanted to work and to feel like I was adding value and that other people thought I was adding value. And I was really focused on like, what does everyone else think of me? And it maybe wasn't always super conscious. You know, I think I had my own judgments toward myself. Um, I think it was like always through this lens of like, what do other people think of me? And, you know, I ended up staying in LA for 10 years and that's for probably many different reasons, but I never really wanted to be there. And I always wanted to leave. And, you know, I had certain experiences even there where it was like, I had the option of like, do this thing that I'm really interested in that seems to not make any sense at all, or do this other thing that kind of like makes more sense that maybe I'm not as like drawn to, So I had like multiple experiences of kind of like being drawn towards something like life was like pulling me in a direction. And I was like inspired towards something or curious about something or interested. And I chose something else instead. Like I chose something that felt safer or more reasonable or more um, like responsible instead. And I've never... I've, I've, every time I've done that, I've regretted it. And not to say that like, I didn't learn something because I totally, you know, those things, regardless of what we do, we, I think there's so much to learn, but I've never been like, oh, I'm so glad I made that responsible decision instead of like, that makes sense to my mind and to everyone else's mind, like rather than following that impulse that I had. You know, I've never had that experience. And so, yeah, I sort of think of it the last 10 years or so as like this karma of like putting other people's opinions first, whether that's like my perceive, my perception of their opinion or like their actual opinion um, before my own and like that feels like something that has like a lot of consequences to it, you know, 
And so I guess now I'm kind of, it feels like I'm like reversing that. I feel like moving to Asheville was me following like what life was offering me and like following like what my heart wanted. And I feel like I've reaped the rewards of that already. And then further to kind of fall into doing all of this art and kind of, you know, you know, just following my creative impulses and and really trying to trust rather than trying to control and manipulate and, you know, create with force, like the life that I want, just kind of allowing it and kind of following step by step, you know, kind of being where I am now and taking the next step rather than like thinking about the future and thinking about the end result of what I want and trying to like concoct that somehow with my actions. I think, yeah, so it feels like now I'm getting sort of the opportunity to like choose, choose to follow that creative impulse and choose to follow what I really want and to kind of heal that karma from like choosing so strongly to put other people before myself like I mean I think about the fact that I like let my perception that someone thought that me not having a job made me not like made life not worth living you know like I thought oh this person thinks I'm not worth anything because I don't have a job and therefore I'm going to not live anymore I mean that's like devastating to think about like that I would let that even if that was his like even if he really did which he probably didn't but like even if he really did think I wasn't worth anything because I didn't have a job like that is one person's opinion you know to choose to like end my own life because of that. I mean, you know, that's a, that's like a big, like a big abandonment of my own self and my own like right to live on this earth as I am. And as it makes sense to me to live. And so I think, you know, like the consequences of abandoning myself like that and then further abandoning myself by moving to Los Angeles. And it's like, do I regret moving to LA? Like, I don't know. I mean, no, because I think, you know, I'm so grateful for all the people that I met. I had so many great experiences, but it was really hard. And sometimes I do think, you know, I wish I hadn't moved there. And like, I thought that many, many times. I think I made the best of a situation that maybe like my soul like didn't want to be in kind of, Um, you know, and I think that's testament to like the fact that it doesn't really matter. You know, we can find goodness and we can find happiness 
and things that are good for us, like in any situation, you know, but it was a form of abandonment to move there in the first place and to stay there. And so, you know, in a way I'm like, I'm glad I had that experience because, and then I had another one in like 20, 2020 or 2019, where again, I kind of like abandoned my own sense of curiosity, my own like creative pull to do something that felt more reasonable. And I ended up really like regretting that a lot. So yeah, I feel like just like all of these ways, like, I think these ways that we abandon ourselves and like, really, I can only speak for myself. Like I have no idea what anyone else's experience is, but for me, when I have abandoned myself in these ways, like it has had like big repercussions and like big consequences that I've then had to deal with for a long time. So yeah, I feel grateful to be where I am and to have, you know, to be, I feel like I'm like almost getting like this upcoming Jupiter Neptune conjunction again. Like I almost feel like it's this cycle where it was like, it gave me this opportunity that I, you know, took and then abandoned. And like, now I feel like it's coming back around and I'm like getting the opportunity again to like choose myself and to like choose the way that I want to live and to make decisions from my own instinct and from my own, you know, creative impulse and creative pull that's like specific to me in the moment, you know, it's like me interacting with and responding to the present moment, like at any given time. And that's like really powerful, I think. (laughs) Yeah, it's so interesting to think of these cycles. Um, And who knows, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Again, like this is a story. This is the framework that I'm putting around these experiences of the last 13 years, I guess. But I think it's like helpful for me to think of it in that way because it removes some of the chaos from it and kind of creates this order and this story and this like way that I can understand it and learn from it. So yeah, sorry about all the crying. And I hope that it's relatable because I don't know. Some people just seem to choose so easily the things that call to them. But I know that that's, you know, not the case for everyone. And I think, I guess probably we all struggle. It's impossible to know what anyone else is experiencing on the inside. Like we never know how much people are sort of like abandoning themselves there's another great episode from my podcast, um, abdicating the throne with, um, I think it's called Dr. Jeffrey 
Tetris 2.0 or something like that. I don't know which number it is, but we talked about abdicating the throne, which is like the same idea of kind of like abandoning yourself. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I, I think it is universal. And I think we do it to varying degrees and in varying ways. Um, so I guess, you know, I always, obviously like these episodes are about me and I'm talking about my own experience, but I do hope that they're relatable, that they kind of inspire others to kind of recognize these themes and things in their lives as well. And to kind of look at, like maybe it gives some kind of form or some kind of structure or like a lens through which to look at your own life and see where you can be more true to yourself. And I guess this is probably like an ongoing forever thing that we're all learning, at least those of us who are learning this lesson, which maybe not everyone is, but I certainly am. It's a huge theme in my life. Okay. Well, I won't, I won't keep rambling forever. So thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please give it five stars and a review. And if you um, want to, you can share it with friends. I really appreciate you.